Welcome to level 36 of the Sandbox Gamers After Dark podcast. We're back. We're back after our week break, everybody. We're your podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about life, love, Weird Al, and the pursuit of Vidya. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your co-host with the most Wonder Rob coming at you live. Well, semi-live from Southern California. And on the line with me are two of my best Arizona friends in the metaverse. Your Bologna and mine, Vactor. <laughs> and the guy who's angry like a surgeon, Jeff W. I bet you can't come up with another one bites the dust parody. Oh, <laughs> and I'm living in an Amish paradise. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to our loyal listeners, all 10 of you for coming back for another week. Yeah. We appreciate it. And if you happen to stumble upon this podca podcast, podcast, if you happen to stump, we took a break. Listen, <laughs> I'm out of practice, everybody. If If you happen to stumble upon this podcast and you're not part of the 10 loyal listeners, well, hey. Here's what you do. You go ahead and hit that subscribe button because we're coming at you every week with video game reviews, video game news, and whatever else we want to talk about. Plus, you can leave us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever, any podcast platform that lets you leave a review. But if you do it somewhere we can notice it, well, then we'll give you a special shout-out on the show. This week, we're talking about Weird, the Al Yankovic story. That's right. Our fourth podcast, I think, that has to do with Weird Al. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this gaming podcast is very unique. Plus, we're going to have a special strategy guide section with some games we've beat. Spoiler filled. Maybe some news. Maybe uh, some topical discussion about Kirby. We'll see. But first thing we're going to do is we're going to rip into our strategy guide section. Now, what's our strategy guide section? Let me tell you. Strategy guide is how to play a game. You know this. And the game we're going to talk about is Gotham Knights. We're going to have a brief discussion on this because Jeff W., our own Jeff W., saw credits, as he likes to say. So we're going to have a spoiler discussion on this game starting now. Okay. You know, if, say, Weird Al died tomorrow. You okay. Don't say it. Bite your tongue, we, Jeff. In a, you know, we don't want it. I saw his but biopic. I, I feel like we could revive him with a Lazarus pit. Ooh. Oh, like what? every Batman character ever. Oh, no kidding. Um, so I think the last time we we, we were just kind of like we were probably like ten hours deep or something like that, right? I think yes. on, on Gotham Knights when we last you talked got about it. it. So I was, so I kept trying to power through it. Uh, Vactor knows, uh, being big bat fans, uh, we are both, you know, wanting to see the story and see kind of what they've come up with, and you know, the the court of owls and and what they've done with those characters, uh, and all that stuff. Uh, it, you know, I'm 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 kind of just getting more and more pissed off at the game as I'm playing. And I'm just like, man, like everything I talked about last time, the controls being ass, all the issues are just like becoming tenfold because it's becoming more and more difficult. Okay. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, the levels are getting higher. 
there's like all these menu and like I, I'm like, I, and then I'm trying to level up each, you know, character. So I'm having to go back and do all of this legwork. And I'm like, man, this is really pissing me off. Like, this is just like not how I want to play this game. And then like, you know, and then it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, like, why am I not cheating? Like, I'm on PC. Why am I not just, why am that's I not our playing job. this like fun, <laughs> you know? And uh, so that's exactly what I did. I uh, I fired up the Wii mod and I, uh, and I really, the way I played, I gave myself like three times experience and then I gave myself like infinite life and infinite. Um, did you, you got to like the special abilities, right? Like you hold the right bumper and then you yeah. press like various like X, A, Y. Yes, so, I played as uh, Nightwing and he was yeah. like, oh, I can do a backflip. Yeah. And so you get like, <laughs> here's my backflip special move. <laughs> yeah. There's like a ton of those in the game. There's like eight of them per character or something like there's a good amount and ones are kind of weak, but uh, yeah, that is the way to play that game because you unlock all the abilities real quick. You get the best suits real quick. You get all the stuff real quick. And then like, what was funny is then once I turned that on, I was like, Oh, I was like, this is like, the batman game i want to play where i feel you know powerful and you know there's things like there's all these time missions uh you know obviously like we're talking about like the little where you gotta jump and hurdle and get the little checkpoints to get the batman cash which ends up being nothing for you really which so that's why those missions are dog shit you do them get to the end and there's nothing really great it's not like you unlock stuff um or very much relevant stuff because i kind of avoided it um so there's a couple things i want to cover but yeah so that is the way to play that game if you guys want to just run around and just destroy things and just run through the world listen to dialogue do all that stuff uh that's what i'd recommend and you unlock all the abilities and i'll say this having unlocked everything for all the characters this way uh robin loki when you get him like when you get like five abilities with him like once you're stacked pretty decent on the abilities he is easily the most powerful character in the game he has like a teleport ability he has this like fire rain ability that just wrecks every character in the game um, so like later on you become, uh, or you, you get into the court of Alsmore, obviously, and some of their characters, you can only affect them in certain ways. And that Robin ability does that. So there were times where I'm running into this like cave full of these, you know, court of Owls monsters or little, whatever they called them. And, uh, you're just, just, I'm just sitting there spamming that ability, just unlimited, just like raining down, like, you know, fire on them, uh, and just clearing those out real quick. Um, so that stuff became fun. Um, so I, I would almost say my opinion turned on it once I was able to get, I feel once like maybe you were able to cheat. <laughs> yeah. Once I was able to cheat. And I think like what needs to happen, I think they should give you more at the beginning of that game, right? You should have a couple of abilities really quickly and they should be pretty powerful because there's shit like the organ transplant things. Like, did you, did you either, Rob, I think you had to have played it for the knighthood, right? Stuff? Uh, I got the knighthood. Yes. Yeah. So at some point, I don't remember them very much in the beginning of the game, but this is it's all a blur because I played like 30 hours of this uh, over a week or two period, put like a work week on it. Uh, 
there's these missions where you got to grab these like organs. So basically you go to this like warehouse, infiltrate it. There's a bunch of guys. You got to find the organ, scan it, and you got to drive across town to go deliver it to this like ambulance. And uh, yeah, that is as bad as you can imagine when you talk about, you know, the the traveling in this game and the controls like it is so infuriating. But <laughs> having those abilities fixes it. Right. So that's good. Um I unlocked Rob. Who were you, were you playing? In, you were playing as Batwoman mostly, right? I started out as Batwoman, mm-hmm. but then I switched to Nightwing. Got you. Now you. It sounded like you only had unlocked Batwoman's fast travel, right? Yeah, or not fast I, travel, but her. Um, what I, do we call it gliding. No, I unlocked. I unlocked Nightwing's gliding ability from the okay. Nighthood. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's what I wanted. That was yeah. my biggest gripe was how come I cannot sling myself off buildings mm-hmm. and glide like in Arkham Knight or City. And I'm trying to remember what and it wasn't even do? it wasn't even that. What, what you have it? like you, you have like, like a little you, you have like a, a hobgoblin glider that you're hanging off of. Mm, yeah. The and worst it doesn't go fast. It's it's slow. like it's like when you jump out of the truck in Fortnite. Or the bus, yeah. like that—that's your power. That's yeah. your special power. And you can't like close it to go down fast. I hated it. Stop it. Yeah, it's trash. So, uh, spoiler alert: they're all bad. I unlocked it for <laughs> every character. Uh, Robbins is probably the best. That's why I would also say he's the best character. He has this like he gets the story part of it. Is he gets this like access to a satellite from the Justice League, so they could teleport him anywhere. So you can. You would think it'd be like really quick, right? But all that happens is it puts a beam down on the map. Think of like, it's not quite like this, but that, what's that weapon in Gears of War? The uh, Hammer of Dawn? You know, it's like a little beam that comes down and he's traveling through it and it's so slow. It's so shitty. It is like, oh man, I, I just couldn't believe I unlocked all those and not one of those characters had like a superior, like, you know, travel or something equivalent to the glide imagine the if you did all the missions yeah. you gotta beat oh. three brute bosses oh. you gotta interrogate 10 people yeah you gotta <laughs> complete eight of these types of missions i went through so much mm-hmm. to just unlock that glider and it wasn't even good it was not yeah it is not worth it it is you, you might as well just get on the bike every time uh so yeah i man i and then my my one last thing, and me and Vector talked about it a little bit. Uh, this and, and Vector, this will be because I don't. When's the last time you were caught up on the Court of Owls stuff? I haven't read since I read that Snyder run back in the day. Like I don't think I've reread that uh, or anything. Has you, yeah. have you done it recently? I haven't reread it recently. Yeah. So in the story, nice. <laughs> in the story. Uh, Rob is showing his bat. I have a Batman Batwing. action figure. Rob, put your battering away. No, 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 no. <laughs> your no. It's curved. Back. See how it curves? <laughs> <laughs> is that how you get to the Batcave? <laughs> <laughs> you have to present. <laughs> anyway, uh, in the Court of Owls, so like they have to treat them like another gang. So like, you know, you're running around the streets and you run into like, here's Freeze's regulators and here's the... Uh, this is raw, but here's Harley's freaks or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's different gangs. And then you at some point you run in. So the Court of Owls are supposed to be like the Illuminati. They're supposed to be like very rarely even talked about. And like almost like, you know, because like back during the comics, you'd say like 
it wasn't even like they were uh, lore in terms of in the world, right? It's not like people were like, hey, I have this book about this rumor. Like people just didn't know about it is how I, if I, I remember it. Like it was not even a rumor, you know? It was just a nursery rhyme. Like mm-hmm. people, they would say that rhyme. Oh, the blah, 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 blah. The owls are watching you, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that and, was the only way it existed. So everybody was like, oh yeah, that's that's a fairy tale. That's not real. Yeah. And so maybe they do address it like that, but in the in the in this game, they're like just out in an alleyway beating people up and uh not really <laughs> low-key. And then like a lot of dialogue about like it seems like a lot of people know about it in the in the game. Whereas I feel like in the comics it was like, Oh, what is this? Like it was mm-hmm. kind of a new thing, like you didn't know about it, yeah. and they don't present it like that here. Um, they present it like almost like people were already aware of it you know what i mean like people were already like yeah those are kind of real or whatever like yeah um so even that was just kind of strange and then the end of this thing uh should i say spoilers for the yeah that's that's the whole idea behind the strategy guide section jeff we spoiling yeah so uh the whole whole through the beginning you know talia showing up talia al ghul raish's daughter uh, and she's like, I don't know about the uh, the shadow. I don't know about the League of Shadows. Mm, I don't know. I'm just here. I don't know about them. And then eventually you get like halfway through the game and you're like, all right. She it comes out. She's like, yeah, I lead them now or whatever, <laughs> which you knew uh, the whole time. So her and the Court of Owls are kind of going at it for control of Gotham. And like they both use the Lazarus pits to like regenerate like the owls have the monsters they're using this like derivative of the Lazarus pit anyway you get all the way to the end batman uh bruce wayne is down there she's she's dunking him in the Lazarus pit like she's giving him a swirly he's just <laughs> going in and out of that thing he's going crazy you know he's obviously affected by it and uh yeah, there's like a confrontation in the caves of Gotham, under Gotham. Oh, yes. And, and then the Court of Owls and Talia go at it. And then the end of the game is Bruce has come back from the Lazarus pit. Hell yeah. He's him, and, him and whoever you're playing as, one of the characters, have kiss. a little heart-to-heart, a little butt kiss is what I would call it. <laughs> yes. And then uh, Bruce sacrifices himself. He, he gets in the... The, the flying bat ship and crashes into the Lazarus pit, killing himself off again. Uh, and that's kind of the end of it. It is uh, not a great ending. Uh, and I was talking to Vactor about this. I'm like, man, if there's a dead character in your Batman, and Vactor made the point of all DC, they're going to get in that Lazarus pit. That exists <laughs> somewhere, some way, somehow. Either Raish is in the is in the story, or somebody's dug it up. Uh, he had says bodies next to it, something, and I was like, uh, <coughs> bought this know. house with the swimming pool. Turns out yeah. it's a Lazarus pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Casper. It's uh the Lazarus pit <laughs> under the living room. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it was kind of a middling story. I do. I did enjoy the graphics and and some of that stuff, but. I just I'd find it even Vector like you were looking up like the 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 full cuts of the story and the mm-hmm. the cutscenes and uh even some of that stuff just wasn't it wasn't like it was groundbreaking or like very cool in any yeah. way kind of so I rolled credits too Rob 
Oh, yeah. you beat that game also? I mm. watched it. <laughs> oh, I watched beat someone it. else play it. Oh, is that what you're going to do? I hope that's not what you do with God of War. <laughs> now, because... Jeff, let me ask you. Oh, yes, because it's my game of the year. Oh, it's your game of the year. Ooh. He has, for everybody uh, listening, all 10 of you, he hasn't played the game yet. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, <laughs> Jeff. How many angry Jeff W's out of five does mm. does uh, this game get? How many eat? How many eat my shits <laughs> out of five? That's the official Jeff W rank. And we're going. That's we're, this is a literal like that. Like we're this is not a positive review, right? This like is the higher. No, this is your review. It's, yeah, yeah. But five being the best, one being the oh. worst. How many eat my shits out of five? I'd give this like <laughs> two and a half. Eat my shits. <laughs> it's right there in the shit like middle middle of my shits it's yeah like you would you would yell it at the top of your lungs while you play this game there were a couple oh, times man. where i was so fucking frustrated with the game like like rob like you said you have to interrogate it now oh like i'm just trying to run through the game and i'm like killing these people over and over again i'm like where am i at and then you realize you got to stop and like scan uh, these each stupid, person yeah these oh. dumb requirements yeah to, to move forward they Again, I haven't beat the game. I only had about 10 hours in it, but it's not just straightforward. Okay, complete this mission. Go here for your next mission. It's hidden in riddles and clues and all the menus. This is how you need to move forward. And I spent the first three hours just doing random crimes because I didn't realize I was supposed to be interrogating anybody because it never actually told me that. I had to find it in a sub menu on how to move forward. And I was like, oh, great. That's how yeah it's it's just middling it's it's fine mostly not great two two eat my shits out of five yeah. <laughs> all right okay now uh continuing the strategy guide session vactor i see on the notes here it says halo tv series he's got something to say about this oh, before yeah. we move on to our main topic uh weird the al yankovic story so let, let us have it vactor well I was sent a review copy of the first season of Halo on 4K Blu-ray. Ooh, and I nice. actually had seen the show all the way through. And I enjoyed it. I didn't hmm. love it. It wasn't my favorite show on TV, but I was enjoying the Master Chief in live action. I've been a, uh, we talked about Halo before. I've been a Master Chief fan. Uh, one of Jeff and I's first bonding experiences was through halo yeah. but on this blu-ray not only did did i get seven collectible art cards but i Ooh. wanted to talk real quick about the bonus features there's over five hours of special features on this 4k blu-ray there's uh, dissecting the battle of madrigal there's becoming a spartan there's creating the costumes of halo the weapons and vehicles of halo the world of Halo, adapting Halo, the culture of the covenant, the lake of eternal life, which is a song from Halo's score, the oh. making of Cortana, oh. and the declassifieds, which were these little things that they ran on their YouTube, as well as on um, Paramount Plus. They did these little after shows where they interviewed the actors and whatnot. But it has all <laughs> nine episodes of the first season. They're coming back for another season on Paramount Plus. So I will be watching it. Now, did either of you get past the first episode? Uh, I did not, but only because I did not watch it. What? At all? 
No. Not a single episode. Dang. Not a single episode, Dang. you guys. Well, you know me. I like <laughs> to wait till the series is over. Maybe it's somebody, over. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody will uh, ship that copy over here. Oh. And, uh... Actually, I have Paramount Plus. Don't do that. <laughs> you no need for you to do that. <laughs> the entire are you are you waiting for the entire series or no, just the season, season the okay. season one. Well, if you don't have anything else better to watch, I would say put on Halo. It's it's fun as a Halo fan look watching the way that uh, the story unfolds. And Jeff, did you watch past episode one? Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm trying to think where I got to. I think the flood were showing up when I fell off. So I think I was a couple episodes. Was, yeah, deep. that was like three. Yeah, he's. It, I was a few in, and he was like having his flashbacks, and then he he went rogue and yeah, done everything like that. And yeah, the flood was about to show up, and then, but I heard about what happens later. You know <laughs> what I mean? I heard about it. He, well, you I thought, know, I you thought know. it was. I thought it was good. I when uh, when Master Chief and and uh, the Arbiter kiss, Ooh. we know how what the they were made. Bring in the Arbiter for season two, and have Keith David do his voice. You know, I but, would I would think they would do something like that. I would hope because that seemed to me. I don't know about you guys in terms of like compelling uh, Halo story. That's kind of the peak for me. Halo two mm-hmm. into Halo three. And their partnership kind of rivalry kind of and that that was like peak Halo. So I would like to see them uh you know just uh don't have to do it word for word, but you know, let's uh let's get some of that going. Yeah, I'd like to see that. So what would you say, uh Factor? How many Alicia Keys's butts out of five does Halo the TV series get? Season I'd, one. I'd give season one three butts. Out of five. <laughs> I love these rate these <laughs> ranking scales. These are the best. Yeah. These are the best in the business. All right. Well, we're going to move on to our main topic. It's in the title of the show. It's the reason you clicked on this episode. Thank you for making it all the way. Weird. The Al Yankovic story has debuted on the Roku channel for free. On uh, available on any uh, streaming app that you have, you can go to RokuTV.com. You can watch the movie there, or uh, there, there's a torrent of other ways for you to watch it. I'm sure. But the the movie came out the the official 100% true, non exaggerated biopic of Weird Al Yankovic, starring Daniel Radcliffe. Now, we're all big Weird Al fans on this podcast. Maybe a couple of us, one of us more than others. Some, some would say obsessed. No, nah, obsessed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. um, I just want to... Is wanting to French kiss every one of his internal organs. Would you call that obsessed? <laughs> Ooh. Because if so, Vactor is obsessed. Ooh. You catch my drift. So... This movie came out. It's free. We're going to spoil it. We're going to talk about it. So just so yeah. everybody knows, we're going to talk about it. Can we can we start from the beginning? Uh, I don't want to interrupt you, Rob, but uh, how? Because so I had the luxury of not following anything. I had seen a little bit of a teaser. I don't even think I really watched the trailers if they released any. Yeah. They so did. I did not know any of the cameos. I didn't look at the Reddit. 
I didn't look at anything else. So I, I was not following it very closely. I knew it was coming out. I knew, you know, Rob obviously would be interested and obviously. I would want to watch it too. And, you know, uh, I was, you know, that's kind of where I was at with it. Uh, so I didn't know about any of the cameos. How closely were you guys following it? Well, I, I had gotten spoiled on one particular cameo that was not in the trailer. Just one, which was oh. Yorma from the Lonely Island as Pee Wee Herman. Somebody, <laughs> somebody had mentioned that. I don't even remember where I ran across that. Yeah, uh, but it came across my eyes at one point, and I, I wasn't even mad. I was like, "That's funny. <laughs> That's something I want." And it was what I was reading is that he flew himself out to be in this movie on his own dime. Oh, that's damn. how oh, that's wow. how bad he wanted to do it. So <laughs> he he got himself there and did oh, it, man. Um, which I thought was very funny. And I think it's a testament to how much people like Weird Al, because there are tons, tons, tons of cameos in this. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a second. You said go back to the beginning. So I'm going to hit you with a little trivia or fact. Maybe you knew yeah. it. Maybe you didn't already know it, Jeff. But yeah. did you know that? Weird Al had made a trailer for this movie about nine years before the movie came out. So I knew about the funnier die thing. Yes. With Aaron, with Aaron Paul. It was uh, Aaron right? Paul as Weird Al Yankovic. He goes, I'm the weird one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he yeah, would I had play to... it. Weird Al would play it in his concerts. Yeah. I remember right. that. I remember <laughs> that. <laughs> the trailer. And this is, this is the same that. director. Yes. The same director. Um, and then eventually it uh, became time to make this a movie. People had asked about it enough. And of course, biopics are all the rage these days with Rocket Man and, uh, you know, the Elvis uh, the, was the latest the one. Elvis and the Freddie Mercury one. Mm -hmm. So, and those movies are taking the facts and stretching them, according to Alfred Yankovic. So he said, why not just make one of my own? and do it my way and that's what he did so now that we've got that all out of the way first and foremost i want to get vactor's thoughts because vactor was the first one to watch it out of all of us so vactor tell us what you thought about weird the al yankovic story spoilers again just in case everybody and uh real quick before vactor i just oh, i want you to give me what you said first to me oh yeah 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 i thought that was i thought it was interesting yeah, when I first watched it, I didn't know that it was a parody. Going back to Jeff's question of the beginning, I knew that Daniel Radcliffe was in it, and I knew that it was coming out. Oh, and I knew Rain Wilson was Dr. Demento. I didn't know anything else about right. it, I and I didn't know it was a parody. So when I started watching it at the beginning, I was like, what is going on here? And as as it got more insane then i was like oh okay now i see what they're doing here that <laughs> would have been nice to know at the beginning uh going that's the this. joke though that's what makes that, it funny I that's think. what i didn't know i didn't i wasn't in on the joke um <laughs> like when uh weird al's parents say to him as a kid we think it'd be best for all of us if you just give up your dreams and stop doing what makes you happy <laughs> <laughs> the, and i was like the, watching... the delivery even at the end when he's like does dad still talk about me he's like yeah, he talked about how much he doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so how much he hates the accordion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was, I had to uh, change my, I guess, the lens in which I was viewing the movie at first. Because like I said, I thought it was a serious, 
attempt mm -hmm. to show his actual biography. But then when I realized it was a parody, then that changed the way I was looking at it. So I think as a parody, I prefer like Walk Hard as the musical biopic parody type of a film where th that type of humor, I um, I was just laughing throughout. And in Weird, the Al Yankovic story, there was bits and pieces where I was I was laughing. And then there was bits and pieces where I was like, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know where the jokes are. So I wasn't laughing. And I loved all the cameos. I loved seeing everyone in the scene with Will Forte and Al in the office. Oh, as the exact as the Scotty yes. brothers. I could not breathe. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at Will Forte. His to me, that was my favorite part of this entire movie was Will Forte. Um and also that Weird Al did all the songs and Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> was lip syncing. Yeah, when, that was... when uh when he puts the cigarette out on Al's oh, hand yeah. or whatever, just things <laughs> like that. <bro. laughs> yeah. Yeah. On actually it was on Will Forte and that yeah. just like yeah, I was. Oh, I it was, was on. Okay, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah, but I thought um, all the performances were good. The every single person in the movie, even to Madonna, the Evan Rachel Wood. Like, I didn't even recognize her. Um, I'd seen her in Westworld a lot, and and when I saw her as Madonna, I was like, dang, she looks familiar, but I couldn't put my finger on it. Mm -hmm. um, but when it got zany that's when i loved it that's the uhf that i love and that's the uh that's what i was expecting like once i realized it was a parody i was like oh okay let's have the uhf type of parody where oh yeah your hand gets cut off and, uh, yeah da, da, like that type of parody that's just it's just goofy and wild and crazy he at the end as we said spoilers he gets killed we're not uh, nice. that was i was like yeah this is what i want so for me it was like it went um it started out low for me and it it went up it went the the trajectory of the movie my enjoyment of the movie i should say went up and up as the zaniness and the wackiness escalated and that's what i've always loved about weird out going back to when i was a kid and and my dad boy what are you watching that that weird out man he's weird <laughs> yeah dad that's why i like it that's why it's funny because Aww. it's weird so I've I'd always been a fan of of Weird Al's music and then UHF, uh, so that was one thing that I think when Rob and I first met, that was one of those things that that we bonded over. Um, so I enjoyed it, but like I said, that beginning where I I just I wish I had known it was a parody going into it because at at the first I was like, man, I don't know about this movie. This is kind of weird, but like, well, at what point did you start figuring out that it wasn't? I'm like. Was it when the accordion salesman came, Tom's London, and then gets beat to death by Weird Al's dad? That was, I was like, <laughs> that was one of those things. I was like, wait a minute, what is going on? I don't understand uh, this movie. I don't know. It, and there was definitely a point uh, at some point in the movie, like later, I was like, I was like, Madonna is in this movie a maybe shit that's, ton. Maybe and that's where like, it was when they started. It was just funny to me. Like, yeah, well, and that's the thing. I think this movie is kind of for a and that's how uhf was too i think it's for like a narrow audience of which we mm. are 
right where right. we know weird al's backstory because if you don't know his backstory and you're watching this movie it's like oh yeah okay um he was i he was the biggest star in the world and like you, you might believe some of these parody things but knowing his backstory that's when it started to become funny to me of oh okay madonna parodied him or like you know he he was first and then michael jackson. he wrote eat it and then yeah. michael jackson ripped him off <laughs> listen i know he's a good pop star and all but the kid he, from the jackson copy. five yeah that's, yeah, that's, that's a nobody <laughs> that's when i started to uh i think that's when i started to realize is when r- real world facts were starting to get changed that's when i was like oh okay now i see what they're doing and it's still it's still 1985 and he's doing amish paradise yeah well yeah yeah, th- yeah, yeah. that was another thing it's like i was trying to follow along the timeline and i was like wait a minute this doesn't make sense coolio's um, there <laughs> yeah and then I think, uh, or go ahead vector like the mom when she was like in a fat suit and she's like I'm fat. Like that was when I'm I was fat. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know it. I understand now. <laughs> and then he comes so, up with Amish Paradise. Or no, he's it, like halfway through coming up with Amish Paradise. He's like, What did you just say about being fat? That was like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. I was like, the, the end when the book falls and he finds the words to Amish, he's like, No, no, it's nothing. It's just something I write. You know, it's just no big deal. And then he uh he performs. So I was like, This is pretty funny. Um I I do think Wagner to your point, I think the like if I showed this to somebody, like just a random person, I, like I did, like you know, like you said, for us, it's gonna play well because we're all, I think we all are at least a little knowledgeable just about, like just at least well, especially uh, Al's personality. That yeah, and that we've all seen UHF. It's not like oh, okay, you have to have gone to his concert. Like, it's like okay, right. if you've seen UHF, that's the baseline of yeah. I think and, this movie might be for you. Yeah. And and I think if you like, cause you know, you'd be like, well, clearly he would never do any of this stuff. He's just a nice guy or whatever. But uh, yeah. So if you know you replace, his personality, yeah. And I think it's a little weird, you know, where I was cracking up, what, what started making me laugh was, uh, you know, obviously Rain Wilson shows up and there's some funny stuff going on. Like it wasn't like I, I wasn't laughing at this point, but when, when Jack Black <laughs> oh, <yeah>. showed up, <laughs> And that forgive, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. Yeah. Yeah. When he shows up and he is like hamming it up as him, and then like Conan is Andy Warhol, and I'm just like yeah. emo it, Phillips, Salvador Dali. Yeah. yeah. That and, scene uh, was the best. Who was playing the uh, the Queen drummer? What's that guy's name? He was in. Um, oh um, yeah. The guy from Ant Man. Yeah. And the guy who was the Spot. Right. Yeah. In, in Suicide, uh, Squad, Suicide Squad. Right. Squad. Yeah. That was the same. Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Uh, like when they were all there, like that scene was really where I was like, all right, I'm on board. Like, this is like, you know, I, I'm ready for the rest of this movie. It was, uh, I would say, like the beginning of it. I had to start it a couple of times just because I was trying to watch late night and stuff and ended up falling asleep before I could get to, you know, uh, a point where I was just engaged. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a pretty funny movie. I just think it's niche. But I think it's it's getting good reviews too. You know, I feel like uh, I was kind of surprised to see that Rotten Tomatoes on there a little bit because I I feel like Weird Al is in this category of like everybody loves him and everybody not everybody but I'm saying like when you hear people talk about him right like you hear all the people that are in a cameo like if you've heard him talk about him in interviews they all love him and you know he's relevant as in terms of like everybody's heard at least some of the parodies. But he's still like niche. It's still like 
You know what I mean? Like he's still kind. He's like kind of a celebrity in a way. Like I mean, he's got he's got a star on the Walk of Fame. Yeah, and and yeah, and it's like it's weird. It's like no pun intended, but it, yeah, he's in that like interesting space of like fame, right? Where he he I don't know. He lives in a in an interesting spot. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, all that being said, like I feel like the movie. Uh, Kind of over delivered. I had pretty low expectations for this because I just didn't think the concept, what they were going for, was gonna work. Uh, but yeah, man, like all the cameos in here are great too. If you just like, I feel like every scene had somebody, you know, or even things like when they had like uh, Hulk Hogan on TV. I'm just laughing at this guy that just kind of <laughs> looks like him, you know, like it's not even. It's not even really a, a huge joke there or anything. It's, it's just, just some guy. Like, They're like, oh, look at Hulk Hogan. Yeah, or Oprah. You know, he's on Oprah and all that. And you're just like, man, this is uh, this is pretty great. Yeah. Um, Who Oprah was played by Quinta um, Barris, who's she's mm-hmm. on um, or Quinta Brunson. Sorry, she's on uh, Abbott Elementary. Oh, which is right. Yeah, yeah. She got the show. award, right? Or mm-hmm. she won the yeah Oscar yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, uh, Emmy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, man. I, you know, I feel like this is a. I don't know what the movie's doing in terms of like, like if it's a success financially. Yeah, I don't know what Roku. It's like tough or... because yeah, it's not. It's yeah, not it's... an app. Well, it's not a widely known app. First yeah. of all, there's no ra- right. rating or I mean, um, uh, shoot, what's it called? The Nielsen ratings. Like, yeah, right. they don't tell you how many people watched it. First original piece of work. Like yeah. they have original stuff on there, but it's not really original because like they've bought stuff like when Quibi died. Like a lot of that content is on right. Roku now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but this is the the first thing they produced yeah. on their own, and they were really pushing it, man. Like everywhere I was looking, I was seeing commercials or advertisements for mm. for this movie. Um, I think my favorite joke in the whole movie—it's such a stupid, silly joke—is Doctor Demento talking to Weird Al, going, "You're Alfred Yankovic or Al Yankovic? Oh, terrible name. It's hard to say. It doesn't roll off the tongue." How about weird Al Yankovic? <laughs> I laughed really hard at that joke. Yeah. And the same, and then the same conversation, he was like, You'll be my mentor. Like, I'll be your D mentor. <laughs> and that joke my- made me laugh. Because <laughs> it's Harry my- Potter, Jeff. Yeah. yeah. And then the uh that is good. But then also like the uh the acid tripping scene, he's like, eat it how he like all of the where they're like planting these oh yeah know what's coming mine was when will forte was like you're ugly like that just (laughs) (laughs) you are so uh, i barfed in my mouth i could not stop laughing (laughs) um Um, so watching it mm -hmm. you know i am uh um, very vocal a weird al fan as you both know and anybody who knows me personally knows. So um, th- this isn't a brag. It's just a fact. I know a lot of a lot about Weird Al's life. Um, and it was funny to see all the little twists or what was real and the little twists on the things that wasn't like an accordion salesman did come to his house and try and tell his parents, you know, we are selling this. Um, he did listen to Dr. Demento a lot. Um, the Scotty Brothers is his record label and they did sign him to like a 10... Uh, no 12 record contract they signed him to an absurd contract <laughs> uh which Has took he him hit that for, even today yeah his very <laughs> last album that he that came out with in 2015 was the last 
album on his contract (laughs) so um like the polka party scene where he's talking about uh just the polka party in general um was a big reference to one of his albums called polka party um just little things like that all made all made me laugh uh Uh, i really enjoyed it yeah what'd you guys think about the uh because he he re-recorded i mean it's very clear yeah, uh, and you could. T- I think they did some kind of processing on that audio. You can listen to it on Spotify. Where oh, they... I bought it when it came yeah. out, Jeff. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, yeah, what am I? What am I even thinking? Why am I even talking right now? You know what I mean? <laughs> Rob's in here, but uh, no, just kidding. Um, I thought it was uh interesting. I wouldn't say I l- liked, you know, uh what's his name daniel radcliffe i I don't know if i liked him lip syncing i don't i don't know what the alternative is i don't know what you well do. that I know was their point that, is yeah that was like, part of the parody of like it, I, of I and i get that part yeah i just when i'm watching it like the experience i have when i'm watching it i'm just like it i kind of left i don't know it just maybe it just didn't play as well for me or like i, I don't i don't know i didn't i didn't find it to be like uh, fantastic or whatever yeah i was like oh this is like like those scenes are good like i like it when he's you know doing the like a surgeon on stage like it's that's funny like it's it's not like those scenes are bad it was just uh it felt more awkward maybe than funny for the, I think, like the transition to like just his voice in there you know well i think that makes you think of a parody versus if it was his voice you're thinking oh this is supposed to be real this is supposed to be like an actual biopic mm-hmm. so I liked it, and because it was re-recordings versus the originals, I liked that aspect of it. Um, but I was thinking, as I was watching this, I think I prefer, this may be a controversial statement, hmm. I think I prefer that 2010 parody, and I don't think that this rose above that. Like I thought that was perfect as a three-minute parody trailer of oh okay we're gonna have all these um biopic like you know touchstones or markers of what a biopic is but in a three minute trailer and that was mm-hmm. like the joke in that and i thought aaron paul was great and that i'm the weird one like that <laughs> the drama of that but played for laughs like to me that was a perfect like parody so when I was as I was watching this movie, I was like, man, I don't know if they should have did this because I like that par- that trailer so much. Um, but at least I got the Will Forte. At least I got some some good um, cameos out of this one uh, overall. So I enjoyed it as well, uh, but I didn't love it as much as I I wanted to. UHF is still my favorite weird out thing of all time. <laughs> Jeff's a great movie. I really liked the the re-recordings of the songs. Just touching back on what Jeff said yeah. for a second. It reminds me of a like Taylor's version. It's Weird Al's version <laughs> yeah. of, of these songs. Um and I wanted that, that must have been also, I think maybe that's what I'm seeing in it too. Like I'm seeing the business side of that, right? Like they're definitely not gonna put the originals because we if we re-record it, it's probably cheaper in the in like some administrative end of somewhere, right? Instead of licensing, mm-hmm. and they and they they would know it's a movie, so they could like really just like squeeze every dollar out of them trying to license it. You know what I mean? It was 
interesting that you point that out because I did I bought the album obviously um, hmm. and I mainly for the re-recordings but the the one song that was not re-recorded where they used the original track was Eat It they didn't oh, re-record that right. one but he re-recorded Amish Paradise another one rides the bus I Love Rocky Road and that's every on other album. song that's yeah. on this new thing and they're okay. all on the album but huh. the the uh, the Eat It is not a re-recording it's the original one mm. um, and that's that's also like if you're going to his concert like jeff if, if you you're i think your experience is all the original recordings right like you've never right, seen yeah, them live yeah. no 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 like if you watched like if you were like rob if you saw two concerts in 2022 like this is the voice you would hear this is i think the versions of the songs that you would hear so i also like the re-recordings as well mm. as someone who likes seeing him live um so i yeah. thought that was that was good yeah um i love rocky road and my bologna in particular were more similar to the live versions of the the song that he puts on because oh, he'll gotcha. in the original recordings he's trying to sound as much like the original artist as possible with in terms of the music but in mm -hmm. these ones he's playing the accordion along with the music and that's what he does in his concerts. Like he'll have his accordion out and the band will be playing, but he'll be also be playing the accordion, um, sort of giving it his own little taste. And that so that's why I liked these ones a lot. But also just mm. hearing the same, I mean, I've been listening to Weird Al since I can remember. So hearing the same versions of the song over and over and over and over again, and all of a sudden he singing like a surgeon where it's just so different, just a little, yeah. but I'm like, oh, I love it. Cause it's, mm -hmm. I haven't heard it sung like I haven't heard him put the inflection on this syllable yeah. while singing yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so and you're hearing him try to mimic that original release, yeah. right? Yeah. Like he's trying to be one for one. And he ends he the can. song yeah. difference a little bit. Like I, to me, it oh. feels like in hindsight, like, Oh, I, I should have, or would yeah. have ended it like this instead of how I did end it. That's how I was mm -hmm. thinking yeah. of them. Like yeah. if they see, they feel like hindsight corrections. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like it. I've, I was listening to him like crazy. Mm. Um, and overall, I really enjoyed the movie. And of course, I'm I'm a little biased here, uh, you as you can imagine. But I uh, I did I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it, and I did like the end credit song. Yeah, he wrote. Yes. Uh, oh, and I liked the end credit sequence too, where it's just pictures of Weird Al growing up, and then it just slowly shifts into his face being photoshopped on all these pictures of yeah. like riots, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and things like that, like all, yeah. getting arrested and getting beat up like that. All made me me laugh too. Yeah. My wife was watching that part, and she was like, oh, "I thought we were just going to see some nice pictures of his life, and now <laughs> this came, and he's making another joke." Yeah. <laughs> You know, that is that is an interesting like you look at like his album sales. This is just weird out commentary all, all, you know, in general. Uh, we live it feels like we live in like a more serious time, you know, and I'm not talking about like, oh, people don't want you to laugh at something. It's just like I feel like it's harder to be weird out now than it was like 20 years ago or whatever, you know, um, as far as musically or as like as a celebrity like um just appearing like, uh, on um almost not even not like not his celebrity i just like th say say he was you know let's say he was you know became out uh today right or mm -hmm. within this time like he would feel like he would pop, pop off like yeah like, like i feel would. like there, there was like a, there was more of a place for parody music right like i feel like there's not much 
space for that like yeah. right now i'm trying to think of like major like you kind of had the lonely island for a little while mm-hmm. there um but the 20 like mid 2010s and up i just feel like it's been like you know and this is more of a, a commentary on like society it's just more like i don't know if people are looking for it well uh, you know unfortunately his, like in a bad way i feel like it sucks that you his know. very last album that he came out with in 2015 mm-hmm. was number one on the billboard charts Jeff. yeah uh um, so I, and I, think, I wonder where, like, where, and I, you know, and obviously this is part of, you know, this kind of brings him back into relevancy, but uh, yeah, it's just interesting to me. I think it's right now. place, right time, but I agree that it's harder. He hasn't put out a new album. The last yeah. new piece of music that he recorded outside of this album was when he did the Hamilton polka. Um, uh, okay. Outside of things he does for like movies, like he did that. Um, Oh, the Lego Star Wars movie that just came yeah. out. He recorded a song for that. He did like the Captain Underpants theme song when that movie came out. So he's got like little like one-off things he does here and there. But like the first thing he did on his own was that Hamilton polka. And then before that was that album. And I think it's it's tough because you go on TikTok, you can't, you run into a song parody every fifth video. Like what's that Megan right. Trainer song? Gucci on... Louis oh. Vuitton with that, yeah. that that popular song like I've I've seen three or four people parody that song already on TikTok and mm-hmm. I comment on everyone I write everybody's a weird owl these days that's oh, what man. I comment on them uh, so I think like, it's is that, it's is that modern weird owl is like uh, a, a, a song on TikTok you know what I mean like that's where well like, I think that is at that like parody is probably I think it's tougher for living. him to I he he wants to come up with a good idea Number one, he just he's not trying to be vulgar. Number two, and he's trying to come up with something that's just out right. of left field. Like for his last album, here's an example, Jeff. He wanted to record a parody of Let It Go from Frozen mm. because that was a big song. It was everywhere. It was in the, the cultural yeah. zeitgeist. So he wanted to record a parody and he, he wrote the song, a parody of it called Make It So, which was going to be about Star Trek, a Captain Picard. Uh. Um but then he looked it up and like three people had made that joke. Like he found three other videos of YouTube making people making that, that joke. Mm. So I think it's probably a lot tougher these days to, to find the song. That's the zeitgeist song. That's also got an idea. That's fresh, right? Like America, uh, is it America? What's that song? American pie, the star Wars uh, parody that he yeah. made uh, American pie. Is that the name of that song? Right? Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, it was you know, uh, that, the saga begins is the name of the song, but it, yeah. yeah, you've got the right the song that he this, yeah. Um, so it's like, like that had its time where you know, like like you like you're saying it's like there there was no YouTube, so like somebody even if they had an idea like something similar, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. I think it it he has enough time back in the day to like build that into what that song had become, you know, and. uh yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think it's I just think it's interesting. I like it's not a, a, a you know, it's not a negative thing about no. uh, Al. I think it's just interesting. Like it's a just a different era. Like it's weird that we don't it's weird that nobody filled that his shoes or no. You know what I mean? Like it feels like everybody's either politically charged or whatever. There's not like a middle ground guy. No, you're not like I don't think you you're going to find anybody to fill his yeah. shoes. I mean, you've got people like the Lonely Island, like you said, uh, and then everybody else uh tenacious d they're their own thing fly the concords they're their own thing and then right you got your youtube people like rent and link epic rap battles of history you know right. they're they're all their own things but nobody's gonna i don't think you're gonna see anybody like yeah Will. yeah 
ever again. Like, will somebody have a big, a big parody single? You know what I mean? Like, will somebody ever have it eat it? You know, probably not. Again, that's what that's maybe that's what I'm thinking. I was like, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, it's it's a a testament to what he did at the time, but it's, it's just interesting that I just I just don't know if you ever see it again. You know? Yeah, I don't think you will. Crazy. Uh, but that's weird. The Al Yankovic story, everybody. It's uh, free everywhere. Uh, you can get Roku, which is pretty much everywhere, or you can do what Factor did and and uh, download it off of uh, Plex, which I did download Roku. to try to get it to work, and it off didn't. Plex Roku. also didn't work. Well, Roku. That, that way, you don't have to watch uh, commercials. The Roku <laughs> app, you gotta stop for commercials. There was only, it only wow. stopped for commercials once when I watched what? it on Roku. It said this was brought to you by T-Mobile at the very beginning, and then like 15 minutes into it, it showed me a T-Mobile commercial, and that was it. Dang, when it I still go had to... stops, yeah, like it wonder... like cuts for commercial breaks. Like I wonder if it obvious shows cuts, it... but yeah. there wasn't any. I wonder if it shows it differently on different platforms because when I go to the Roku channel dot Roku dot com, uh, where the Weird Al story is, it shows the commercial breaks, and there's like 10 as I you know as you put your hover your mouse over the bar there's like 10 commercial breaks so i wonder if it's different on a roku box or a Ro- or a fire yeah, stick on or the, yeah on the fire stick it made a big point of telling me it was brought to me for free by t-mobile and then it showed me one commercial oh, and weird. that was it yeah because um, yeah. i was listening to uh jeff canada was talking about it on the filmcast podcast and he was like, ah, the only bad thing, like he loved the movie. He's like, the only bad thing was I had to sit and watch all these commercials. So he was, uh, he had, he had an actual Roku box. So um, yeah, maybe it's depending on platform. Or I just lucked out. Maybe the commercials weren't loading or, or something. It, you got more commercials for having the Roku box. What a terrible way to sell <laughs> your device. Oh my God. <laughs> and that's so old too. I mean, like the Roku box is like, it's like, that when the technology was brand new, like the, mm-hmm. the idea of having a streaming box. Right. It was brand well, voodoo new. was the same way. There was a voodoo box. I actually had one. And then now they're just all just an app. There is no box anymore. There's no physical box. So I think that's where everything is, is going now. Yeah. But anyways, we, we recommend it. Uh, we give it uh, five. Many... My shit's out of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give it all that. I was going to say, how many accordions do you give it? Five accordions out of five is my completely biased opinion uh, on this movie. Um, real quick, Vactor's co-host with the most from the Technological Podcast uh, gave us a prompt for a conversation. I don't think this is going to go deep as the cake conversation that he asked <laughs> us to discuss not too long ago, but he just pr- proposed the question, uh, if Kirby swallowed us, what power would he get? So I'll just say, if it was me, it would be uh, c- consistent diarrhea. Mm. Would be Kirby's brand new power. Um, you, the key is, you guys, you can't get diarrhea if you always have diarrhea. <laughs> See, so <laughs> that would be Kirby's power for me. Uh, Jeff, what would what power would Kirby get if he swallowed you? Uh, the ability to curse and rage, <laughs> <laughs> and and a sweet beard. Oh yeah, you would turn into that. <laughs> Rage that angry emoji. Um, the guy from Inside Out, the angry, yes. yeah, yeah, yes. right. <laughs> Mine would be the power to podcast. Kirby would grow a microphone hmm. out of his body and then it would go in front of his face and he would just be podcasting all day long. How does he export the file? That 
what it does, it creates. <laughs> he, he spits out an SD card too. <laughs> he has a Wi-Fi signal in his brain, uh-huh. and he just uploads it automatically to the cloud. Oh, okay, awesome. What hmm. cloud? Oh, excellent. Well, that's there's there's your answer, <laughs> Shop. Uh, there yeah. you go. And uh, speaking of Shop. Uh, we are about to wrap up this week's podcast. Thank you uh, so much, you guys, for making it all the way to the end. Just so you know, next week is God of War week. Uh, God of War came out today as as we record this. We are ch- mainly a video game podcast, but we were a little light on the video game content this week, as I'm sure you noticed. But next week, next week, we're going to be talking God of War. I've also been playing, uh, I didn't talk about it this week, but I've also been playing that Resident Evil eight expansion uh so i'll bring that up uh as we get a little further i've out been playing i get a little more time marvel snap and i've been playing a lot of marvel snap too i'm sure we'll have we'll have to find some time to talk about that uh maybe if we have enough time next week we'll talk about marvel snap uh but anyway when i said speaking of shaf the reason i said speaking of shaf was did you know that we have a sandbox gamers after dark podcast network of friends starting with Tracknological, a star trek shakedown which is co-hosted by vactor our very own vactor and shaw the aforementioned shaw uh where they talk everything and anything star trek they've had some sweet star trek guests like star trek guy from tiktok among others and they're currently uh they're reviewing every episode of star trek lower decks once star trek lower decks is over what are you guys going to talk about vector well actually it um during our hiatus of this podcast, Lower Decks ended oh. for the season. So now we're doing Star Trek Prodigy and we're doing the co-captain's commentaries where we're doing every movie in the history Ooh. of Star Trek. So we're doing commentaries on all of those. And we're also trying to um, include more of our boldly dadding segments where we talk about being dads to young children. Aww. He's so cute. <laughs> and then there's also the comic book Kaiju podcast. Surprise, surprise, co-hosted by Vactor and his stable of rotating guests uh, where they're talking everything and everything comic book related, such as uh, we did a big MCU breakdown not too long ago where I was on it. We did a we did a She-Hulk breakdown where I was on it. Uh, odds are I'll be on it again, but not just me. You should listen for everybody else, too. And everything that you need for maybe Wakanda forever. Uh, I may have made a promise to Vactor off the air that I'll be there to talk about MCU content now. How long will I be able to uphold this promise? Only time will tell. <laughs> uh, but So just check all that out. And while you're at it, check us out on social media. You can find all the links in the show notes or you can go to our link tree, uh, which is linktree forward slash the sandbox gamers. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review. We're going to be back at you next week with our thoughts and review of God of War Ragnarok. GG, everybody. GG. GG.